0: I said, well, I got it going on then.
1: Alright everyone, welcome back to the Reload Podcast. My name is Kyle Boone and with me as always from his plush home in Oklahoma City, Dustin Ragusa, how are you?
0: Doing well, man. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, just catching some some hoop on this uh, big Monday, watching Texas Tech uh, beat up on who are they playing? Texas now. Texas, yeah. yeah. I
0: have it pulled up as well. Halftime report. Yes. See the uh, two baldies. Yep. Watching talking some, right now. Some Jay Will. Williams and Seth Greenberg.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've been pushing Jay Will on me a long time on ESPN. So, yeah um, so we have some stuff to talk talk about we were uh, we had a podcast last week previewing this past weekend um, what we thought was going to be a very big uh, recruiting weekend and turned out it was bigger than even we anticipated um, not only did five-star Isaiah Todd make the trip from Virginia to Oklahoma State um, he was joined by a bunch of other big names and we will get to those. Um, here in a minute but first I want to hear a quick word from our sponsor and then we'll recap uh, the weekend that was on the recruiting trail. Cowboy fans do you find your, your do you find filing your taxes to be stressful? I know I do. Uh, I'm doing that right now this week. Uh, it doesn't have to be stressful though the team over at Angel Johnson and blasting game is here to help. they offer a wide range of financial services including tax preparation, payroll, bookkeeping and LLC formation. They're accepting new clients and are ready to meet with you. So if you need any of these services, feel free to give Cameron or Evan a call, 405-224-6363. And uh, this is the perfect time of year to to give them a holler before your taxes are due. Um, I know I am absolutely stressed about my taxes. They are always... Very helpful. They're uh, easy to correspond with and they can help you set up, you know, your your taxes, your payroll, bookkeeping, LLC, all that good stuff. So check them out. 405-224-6363. So Dustin, um, I don't know where to go with uh, this past weekend's news because it culminated tonight with uh, with a football commitment. So I actually want to start there. Um, Brendan Walker, a Bishop McGinnis linebacker, who uh, who was offered just recently from Oklahoma State, committed on Monday night. Uh, committed to uh, OSU over Texas and Texas Tech, Kansas, Illinois, a bunch of other programs. Um, how excited are you about this? Another Oklahoma Oklahoma City kid uh, joining the OSU fold.
0: Yeah, I, I really like this kid a lot. Yeah. he and it's. It's awesome they get this this commitment after Josh White decommits. You know he's not as highly rated stars wise, but I think he you know he's not getting as much exposure. Uh, McGinnis is four A I believe in Oklahoma City, Um, but the dude does it all. He plays outside linebacker, he plays defensive end, he plays tight end. He looks good on offense and defense, and really, I mean from the film i've watched it's hard to tell how good he is technique wise because yeah. he just blows by everybody and smashes whoever has the football in the backfield so it's pretty fun to watch if you haven't watched this highlight tape you should go watch it because it's pretty entertaining but yeah
1: i like his size I, a lot too
0: yeah i know six what two, is he was six yeah like six two six, junior, six three that's pretty good yeah i really like this guy a lot his dad uh his dad played at lsu actually Oh, of course. uh, So that's kind of cool. Hold that net. Or what'd
1: they say? (laughs) Hold that tiger?
0: Hold that tiger, Hold that tiger. Eighth-ranked player in Oklahoma, 54th uh, outside linebacker, 694th nationally. I mean – he, he might even move up. He, he's an absolute freak at the 4A level in, in Oklahoma. He dominates So on both sides of the ball. But I think it's a great pickup. They needed a linebacker. I had that as one of my uh, top three positions Definitely. of need in the 2020 class, yeah. uh, that article I wrote a couple weeks ago. Yep. So I was glad they got a linebacker, and uh, I'm excited they got this guy.
1: Yeah, it's huge. Um, you know, Oklahoma State, like I said, they, they offered two weeks ago um, – and it was somewhat under the radar. You know, he had he had offers from Iowa State. He had offers from Kansas, from Eastern Michigan, uh, Memphis. Some some nice programs overall. Um, but just over the past few weeks, even since OSU has has offered some big programs have have joined the mix. Kansas State offered recently. Uh, Texas offered recently. Texas Tech offered recently. So. It's it's not like um, I know you look at a bunch of uh, football recruits and you see that they're a three star recruit and you think well okay OSU is getting an under the radar kid from Oklahoma City no this kid is this kid is actually legit and committing to OSU over Texas uh, I think says a lot about you know just his his uh, his caliber of play and and where he is going to fit in this class because. Right now he's the second highest rated commitment, and I think it's uh, it's probably only up from here. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a four-star guy or whatever, but um, when you factor in the, the programs that it offered him and just his recent momentum, gaining all these offers one after another, uh, I feel like they maybe got him to commit just before he was maybe about to go national. Yeah, I
0: mean when you get, when you get 17 sacks, you're going to get some eyes on yeah. you. Yes. from some of the big-name That's unbelievable. So, yeah, I, I mean, and it's cool to <sighs> listen to some of the quotes from him. You know, I was reading something on uh, 247 about he named, like, four different – he named Bob, Joe Bob, he's talking about Greg Richman, he's talking about uh, the defensive line analyst, uh, Victor Kanzi. Uh, Can- I don't yeah. know how to say that exactly. But, yeah, he and then play, he a uh, mention-
1: defensive line at OSU and, and uh, served as a defensive assistant at Ole Miss – and at OSU, and then just came back uh, recently. So that's a little side note there.
0: Yeah, and then and then he even mentions Gundy, and it's cool to kind of li- see him list those coaches by name and talk yeah. about how important those relationships are. Yeah. He brought up how he's really into the engineering school and thinks that'll benefit him a lot, that Oklahoma State has a good engineering program. So cool to see that he's focused on academics. And then just when he brings up Rob Glass and he's got the body he already does, that just kind of... You know, put stars in your eyes because this dude is could add some serious muscle under that yeah. frame. Be a freak
1: at yeah. the college level. Yeah, that is exciting um, that he's that he's naming uh, the coaches who recruited him, and and specifically Jim Knowles because you know you you bring in a guy who's coached um, you know at at uh, where did he coach at? Jeez, I just went totally blank for Jim, Knowles. Uh, yeah, Duke. Duke. Jeez. Uh, but he didn't recruit, like, at a very, very high level, um, and he's kind of older, and so you wonder, like, you know, how is he going to relate to, um, you know, teenagers that he's going to be recruiting, and the fact that he's already landed a, one of the best uh, players in the state in Brendan Walker, I think, is is a good sign. For some reason, I was thinking Ivy League, but he has an Ivy League education, Um but and he not. did
0: coach. He did coach there too, Cornell.
1: Okay, yeah, that, I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. off base then. I'm, no, I no, no you I off thought that. I was crossing my wires with uh, Sean Gleason.
0: No, you just went like <laughs> way a little, a little too far back. Yes, traveled in the time machine a little too far.
1: Yes. Um, so this is the second in-state commitment for OSU in the 2020 class, um, the fourth overall, and the first. Uh, commitment of the class was arguably the biggest. Uh Eli Russ, the four star offensive lineman from Ardmore, uh committed last April. And he is uh he is still committed to Oshu. I I've heard that uh OU has been in the mix. They've been in touch, but at this moment he's still committed. Uh he joins Jabbar Muhammad, who I know you wrote about recently on the website. A corner from DeSoto and then a defensive tackle from Denton Geyer, Grant Mahan, who uh who missed most of his season last year to a shoulder injury, I believe it was. But overall the it, the classes look pretty good. It was actually
0: Mahan broke his or fractured his vertebrae. Oh, that's right. It's like which a is very yeah. a very serious injury. Yikes. So hopefully he's okay and can play again. because That would suck. If yeah. he can't come back from that. So well, best had, wishes to him.
1: He had a lot of uh, of hype surrounding him going into the season last year. A lot of people thought that he was going to have a huge junior season. Um, so yeah, it was it was an L five? I believe it was.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's what it. Yeah, and I mean, I was reading a little bit about that injury, and I know some people don't come back from it wow. football wise. So we'll see. Apparently, he's recovering pretty well and going through rehab and everything. Yeah. But that would be uh that'd be tough for him and you know his football career.
1: Yeah, yeah. Still currently committed to Oklahoma State. He is the um the lowest ranked of the four right now. So I think we'll start to see this 2020 class start to take shape in the uh, in the coming weeks, especially with guys making unofficial visits. Um, like we saw this past weekend, there was more than a dozen. Uh, football recruits that were on campus. I think we'll start to see some of those commitments uh, start to roll in as the class takes some shape. Speaking of uh, of visitors, we have to run down the hoop side of things um, because it was it was a huge weekend for OSU basketball. Uh, headlining them all, five star center Isaiah Todd uh, was was the big name to know. Um, joining him, and we didn't talk about this last week because we did not know that he was coming to campus, four-star 2019 forward Christian Brown. Huge name. Uh, also out of Virginia. The two apparently know each other, and they were uh, they were cozy with one another. They were hanging out, um, according to Marshall Scott, who uh, I think watched Christian Brown and Isaiah Todd more at the Kansas game <laughs> than the actual Kansas game. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is fascinating. They're both on official visits. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of that. But, you know, if if they can even split one, you know, get get Todd and and not Brown, or get Brown and not Todd, I think that would be huge. Um, Todd is right now classified as 2020. He's expected to reclassify. The fact that he's taking an official visit, um, I believe that. That all but indicates that he is definitely reclassifying. I could be wrong about that, but I think you can only take official visits um, if you're a senior. So, what do you make of those two names, Ragu?
0: Well, we've talked about Todd a lot on yeah. here, as you as you mentioned. Um, man, I, when he put that Instagram post up in the jersey and it said not committed, yeah, I, I read that Cade, as
1: committed. The first thing I saw was Cade's tweet, Cade Webb's tweet, yeah. friend of the pod. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like, uh, I kind of, I screamed a little bit like a girl, and I think yeah. I scared. I was out in public, and I think I scared a few people. But uh, I was, I, I mean, why would you
1: hashtag that? That's uh, such a weird. hashtag. He probably thought he was doing people a service, thinking, um, you know, I don't want to get people confused and get their hopes up, so he says, hashtag not committed. Well, I've seen I mean, people just, do that. I'm going to decided to
0: troll everybody.
1: Yeah, I think it was an unofficial like uh unintentional troll. But I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to I'm going to tweet out some photos of me and some OSU gear. Not committed. Not committed. <laughs> no interviews, please. <laughs> Should've done
0: that coming out of high school. Not committed and no one's no one's offered. Just um, a picture
1: of me and my golf clubs.
0: <laughs> but no, but that that picture was I mean, he looked good in the Oklahoma State jersey. I, yeah. I still just – I don't know. I still just think it's Kentucky. Yeah. It, 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 there's just been so much talk about him in Kentucky, and then finally he got that offer. Coach right. Cal went to visit. His mom seems pretty sold on Kentucky. Um, Just from what I've read and her talking about it, it seems like, it seems like that's where he's eventually going to go, whether he reclassifies or not, which I, I think I said that verbatim on the last pod but yeah
1: nothing new has changed with him really
0: yeah I don't really know what else to talk about because we don't really have any other insight. I mean I haven't heard anything different it still sounds like Kentucky to me but like you said he's friends with Brown that's a plus uh he looked from Marshall uh whose eyes were on him pretty much 24-7 yep. as you said it looked like he was having a good time so we'll see but yeah I- I'm not I'm not wavering on my prediction yet
1: yeah I don't think anything has changed there um. Yeah, I think if uh, if OSU wins this weekend at against Kansas, maybe I'm feeling a little different about it. You know, maybe maybe GIA gets absolutely raucous and and it changes the mind of Todd or Brown or both, who are maybe swaying one way or another and decide you know what this place is awesome. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that happens. Um, but Brown is is maybe the more interesting one. Todd, I think, is still. Probably a lock for Kentucky. Brown is uh, is a twenty nineteen kid, like I've said, so he'll be on campus this summer to uh, to whatever to whatever program he commits to. Ranked number sixty one in the two four seven sports composite, a 6'6", 205 hundred five pound forward from Oak Hill Academy in uh, in Virginia. So. Not only uh, not only a kid who is highly rated in terms of you know all the all the recruiting analysts see him as a top 100 kid, but coming from Oak Hill Academy, a program that perennially puts out some really really good talent, uh, Brown kind of stands among them. He played for USA Basketball in the U19 club. Uh, has 35 scholarship offers: uh, Clemson, NC State, Georgia, Illinois, OSU. Among the others, but he has specifically sing- uh, singled out Oklahoma State as a program that he's he's uh, considering until his final hour. Um, and you only get five official visits, so the fact that he's making an official visit is is kind of you know a suggestion that he's at least got OSU in his top five for right now. So that will be interesting to watch. I feel a lot better about Brown um, potentially going to OSU than I would about Todd at this moment, but. Uh, yeah that would be a huge 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 late get for for Oklahoma State if they can get it so that'll be something to watch in the uh in the coming weeks I think he's just getting around to taking his official visits which is um which is interesting but it sounds like m- my expectation he's probably going to sign in the uh, next signing period which will be like mid April to uh mid-May so he has you know a little over a month to decide where he's gonna go but hopefully uh hopefully that went well that will be uh he would be one of the biggest in fact he would be the highest rated commit in the 2019 class for Oklahoma State so
0: so I may be wrong but I thought I saw that he'd visited like Georgia or something officially he did and
1: UNLV Okay, so he has taken a couple. He's taken a couple, but he spread them out. Like, um, he took an official visit last June Uh, to UNLV, a while ago, and then he took a official visit to Georgia in October, and then took an official visit to Clemson last August. So it's like he's almost out. Then right? He he is almost out. I think actually you can take. I believe it's five. For some reason, I'm thinking six.
0: Um, I was gonna say five, but I could be wrong.
1: It it has universally been five, but I want to say that rule has changed recently. But um, either way, I think right now you're probably looking at NC State as maybe the favorite here. Um, Georgia is a factor, Illinois is a factor, Clemson's a factor, and Oklahoma State is is kind of the unknown. You don't know what what uh, what his thoughts are, but that'll be interesting to watch. Um, there were some other visitors who uh, who came to campus too that I want to note. Twenty twenty prospect Bryce Thompson, the best player in the state of Oklahoma, uh, visited. He is uh, he is OSU's top guy in twenty twenty. I think they've made him a huge priority, um, and I think OSU. Yeah, I think he's. I think OSU is sitting in a good spot with him at the moment. I think Rod Thompson, his father, uh, has a pretty close relationship with Boynton and uh, Boynton has really taken lead on that recruitment and fostered that relationship. Um, you know, at this point I think it's probably Kansas or OSU for, for Bryce um, and, and Kansas probably maybe has a slight edge because uh, Rod played for Bill self way back in the day. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's kind of an eyeball emoji recruitment to watch because they land Bryce and, um, yeah. That that kid's good. Have you seen him play?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's man. awesome. Yeah. He's, Booker T, right?
1: Yeah. You'll look up and like you know, he's he's playing for a very good high school team and you'll look up and Booker T's up six points and you're like, Oh, okay. Booker T's pretty good and you look up again at this at the stat sheet and Bryce has like twenty five and you're like, Oh, holy cow <laughs> Like he is so smooth and he finesses his way to like points that I would have never dreamed of, of doing. Like he's, he's insane. (laughs) Um, his mid range game is strong. Um, and then 2021 Trey Alexander visited, um, 2021 Bijan Cortez also visited. So, oh, and then 2020 Rondell Walker, a point guard out of Oklahoma city. So those are, those were the, uh, the hoops visitors from the weekend. Any of those stand out to you? you like Trey Alexander, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, have, uh, I think I mentioned on here before, but I have some buddies that coach uh, at Heritage Hall. Uh, two of them coach football. One of them is the strength and conditioning coach as well, yeah. so he works a lot with the basketball team. But um, so Cortez Stone and Alexander might meet up this weekend in the uh, in the state championship because oh. I'm I'm thinking it's going to be Heritage Hall Kingfisher on Saturday.
1: Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah, I, I think haven't, I'm haven't going to go minutes.
0: if that's the case as well. Yeah, um, that'd be interesting. with my buddy. So that will be, uh, I might, I might be able to snag some video of Trey and Cortez and stone. So if I can get some of that, I'll definitely put it in an article.
1: Yes. Yes. That'd be awesome. Uh, and maybe get an interview too. Oh yeah. Yeah. am yeah, sure. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, sure. all right. So did you see Christian Brown, his mother put a Jersey on? <laughs> Uh, dude i love it what's what's the official reload pod stance on this because i could go either way
0: so i think it's hilarious (laughs) i get i i think i actually rather when the mom does it yeah i feel like when the dad does it it's kind of like all right hondo chill out but (laughs) hondo when the the, (laughs) uh when the when the mom does it it's funny yeah like i mean she looked like she was having a blast which that I was just like smiling at every single one of those pictures I saw. The only thing I was a little bit mad at is I didn't know Christian Brown cut his Kenneth Fareed hair.
1: Yeah. I was so, actually like lost and a little confused. I, I thought liked, it was a different I, person.
0: And well, the cool thing about it is I know you've watched him, but if, if anybody listening hasn't watched him, he doesn't really pull it back like Fareed or Nene do. Yeah. He just wears it long. Yeah. And it, I I mean, it looks cool and he's flying through the air slamming it, but enough hair talk i guess but yeah i i love the uh i love the the mom in the jersey pigs. i love that she was in the uh turquoise jersey but it's yeah i thought it was real i thought it was hilarious i mean if like everybody's mom was doing it that'd be a little weird but for her to do it i thought it was (laughs) funny
1: i tweeted i said um i like it a lot i feel like we're one step closer to gun uh mike gundy going full pads on gunner's official visit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, which would be full full eyeball emojis. There was a there was a viral picture um, some point last fall where Lloyd Summerall, a football recruit, he and his father made an official visit to Florida, and that picture went viral because the the recruit was obviously in in Florida gear, um, but his dad was in Florida gear too. Not just like a T shirt. I'm looking at the picture now. He has like a headband. Uh, a jersey, gloves, pants, uh, a sleeve—like everything—and they're both doing the like the gator chomp. To me, that is <laughs> that is a step beyond where I'm comfortable with. I think if you're putting on, you know, an arm sleeve, you may have you may have gone a little bit too far.
0: Um, <laughs> well, but the only counter to that is if you're gonna go jersey, you might ha- you might as well fully <laughs> commit. <in> <laughs> You might as well fully commit. I'd probably go eye black, and I'd probably put a helmet on. Yeah, if I was that day
1: he was—that's pretty all in, in my opinion. Like, I'm thinking if I had a son who was a football recruit, I definitely would. It would take a lot for me to do that. That's all I'm saying. Oh,
0: I mean, yet yeah, There's no. There's no <laughs> way I'd do that. And if I did, I would make sure. Like, I probably wouldn't eat for like two months before, so I at least looked like in a little bit of shape. I I would, but, say that
1: I would describe this guy as round. but yeah i would i mean it's not
0: something i would do it's funny if everybody starts doing it then it won't be funny anymore and it'll be just kind
1: of weird but i mean i haven't seen any moms do it no i I haven't either i'm here for the mom doing the jersey thing i feel like uh any way you can get parents or family members involved in an official visit um you're doing something right so not only did she put on an OSU jersey, but uh, she played Christian Brown in one-on-one. It looks like either that or they <laughs> posed. Dude, those uh, were awesome. Which was really that's how cool. I saw that his hair was cut. Yeah, and she wore the turquoise uniform. So interesting choice.
0: So you know what would be funny and what I probably would do? Yes. If if, if I had to do if I had, if they were like you have to wear something, I'd be like, all right, give me the Pistol Pete costume, <laughs> and then go no head, hold the head. Son's in the full jersey. That'd be a good pick.
1: That'd be really hot and sweaty, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. And my son's not gonna be athletic enough to play college football. I don't think, but you, you never know. You can dream. Yeah, maybe it skips a generation because I sucked and my dad was really good. So
1: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start working out now, so that way you're gonna look good in a in any uniform in 2038 um, <laughs> when your son's gonna be a five star quarterback recruit. Oh. I actually, I kind of want an offensive lineman. <laughs> I don't know if you want that. <laughs> I feel like your uh, your food bill would be really high. That's true. Yes. That's true. Um, I but, think that's uh, it. That's all we've got for um, for this week. I think we we're gonna talk some uh, some hoops recruiting probably later on next week at some point about uh, how OSU closes its 2019 class. Um. One more word from our sponsor and then uh, we'll get out of here. Cowboy fans, do you find your your filing your taxes to be stressful? It doesn't have to be at all. The team over at Angel, Johnson & Blasting Game is here to help. They offer a wide range of financial services including tax preparation, bookkeeping, payroll, LLC formation, you name it. Uh, They're accepting new clients now and are ready to meet with you today. So if you have any need for any of these services, uh give Cameron or Evan a call 405-224-6363 and as always go pokes. Uh Ragu, do you have anything else that uh we didn't hit on? I feel like we we kind of made our way through a variety of topics today. No, I think we covered it all. I'll have
0: uh I'll have a breakdown of Brendan Walker coming out this week awesome. and then e- Eli Russ either this week or early next week to go along with my Grant Mahan and Jabar Muhammad breakdowns and then uh, like always Kyle's churning out awesome stuff on recruiting at a rapid pace so uh always check that out because it's always good and insightful
1: yeah um this is March uh I think it would be the best way to describe my mood right now (laughs) um it's it's officially almost NCAA tournament time I think there's like 13 days until Selection Sunday um so yeah, that means I'm probably going to go ghost mode on PFB for for a little while.
0: <laughs> it's understandable.
1: Yeah. Tournament time is here. Who do you I'll got? Be here. Who you got winning it all this year.
0: I don't know. I was trying to think about that earlier. I do a survive a survivor league every year, so uh I kind of got to pick who I want to not pick early to, to be there at the end. Ooh. I don't know, man. I you know I spend so much time watching Big Twelve. Yeah, you know, watching Oklahoma State. I don't really branch out. Yep. Except for maybe a little Duke, and then talking to you. So, well, I'm gonna have to think a little bit before I can give you an answer. What, who do you got?
1: I, I think Duke is uh, unquestionably the best team I've watched all season uh, when they're yeah. healthy. When they're actually when they're healthy, they haven't lost. Um, so that says a lot about Duke. Um, oh, I'm going to go LSU. But they're almost certainly going to be the title favorite. LSU just because LSU or LSU because you like them?
0: Because LSU the, st- stumped them. They're the only non-Big 12 team I've watched play multiple times, and I watched them beat Tennessee.
1: They're not bad, honestly.
0: I know. I dude, Javante Smart in that Tennessee game
1: Man, was Javante awesome. Javante Smart is, uh, is an OSU recruit who you have to wonder what could have been.
0: Yeah, he – Boy, he should have worked his magic there. I know he's a good shooter, but it's odd, like, watching him drive and score because he doesn't really do anything. Yeah. He just kind of dribbles straight at the basket and throws it up.
1: He can be a star next year when Tremont Waters goes pro. Yeah, Um,
0: Waters is so smooth.
1: I know, I know. So, uh, in order, I would say Duke is the favorite. Second, I would take Gonzaga. Ooh, hot hot take. Um, I like it. Let's see. North Carolina would be my third. Tennessee fourth. Kentucky five. I like it. So yeah, and then Virginia somewhere way down there. They're good. Ooh. They 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 beat everyone they play almost except for Duke this season. But what if they got in the first round, dude. I just don't trust them at all. <laughs> I don't trust them at all. They play that pack line defense. Ugh. I don't know it's just we'll
0: see it's gonna be fun I love March Madness so I'm ready
1: I know I am too we'll have to do a bracket pool maybe with the the reload pod listeners if you guys are interested in uh, doing a little bracket hit us up hit us up on uh, Twitter or on the Facebook yeah
0: you'll definitely beat me so
1: join in if you wanna I did win the CBS bracket pool last year Um, oh so yeah nice just just a warning but it's also just it's just throwing darts it's also random yeah yeah, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Be sure to rate and subscribe if people are still listening. Kudos to you. <laughs> uh, by now, most people have probably tuned out. But uh, rate us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. I don't know. I don't even know if you can do that. Um, leave us a review. Tell us how handsome we are. How awesome we are at podcasts. It helps us uh, get some exposure in the podcast world <laughs> and uh, helps with our sponsors. Hashtag sponsors and our and our egos. And mostly, mostly our egos. Yes. So, <laughs> be sure if you're gonna leave us a review about how handsome we are, make sure to mention Ragu uh, a couple extra Please. times. Talk about my hair. Yeah, you have to you have to stroke his ego. So, <laughs> all right, we will be back next week. Ragu, thanks for joining us, as always.
0: For sure. See you. Okay. Again.
1: See ya.